When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But the biggest thing about that game, there was a little dust up between Joe Mazzula and Jalen Brown uh, after something Jalen maybe missed to the Simon and, and Joe Mazzula went out there immediately and just walked up to Jalen and started da 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 and then Jalen put his hand up in there, and they just jaw back and forth for about. Did you catch this, Max? Did you catch this in real time, or you saw it after no, the fact? I'm looking at this in real time as they kind of went back and forth. I wasn't wow. close enough to hear what they were saying, but you could tell they were animated. And uh, because of that, I was wondering, like, okay, this could be one of those moments. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, what's going on, guys? Another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joseph Pabone. He is, of course, my co-host, Cedric Maxwell, fresh off the road. The Celtics beating the uh, San Antonio Spurs over the weekend, 121 to 116, putting a good end to that uh, yeah. somewhat scary road trip, right, Max? Four-game road trip mm-hmm. where uh, things got pretty shaky before Dallas, that, 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 ass whooping from the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll call it what it was because yeah. that's really what it was, man. You know, without Shea Gilgis, Alexander in the picture. But the Celtics bounced back in a big way, you know, taking down the hottest team in the NBA at the time and the Dallas Mavericks, uh, beating up on Luka, defending him in a, in, in a really encouraging way moving forward. And mm-hmm. then to, to, to top off, to see them top off the San Antonio Spurs like they did is encouraging. But, of course, with the good, Max, there's got to come the bad, right? And for the Celtics, it's Marcus Smart right now. That's his left knee contusion. Um, he's doubtful for Monday's matchup against the Bulls. Uh, no word on what's going to happen between uh, if he's going to be in the picture when the Celtics take on the Nets. But I guess we could start things right there before we look ahead on this episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. I think we, we could start with Marcus. And then also I want, I want you to tell me uh, what, what, what stood out to you the most from that four game road trip. Well, I think I'll talk about the uh, four game road trip. Initially, you think about you playing well, you, you were playing really well. And you came to a point after you, after the little Christmas thing where, you know, you get the home road trip was not a good one. And then all of a sudden it turned out you start playing well. And then you go play a huge game, which was going to be a moneymaker for you playing against Denver in Denver, uh, first game of the year. And essentially go out out to Denver and you you lay an egg. Um, You didn't play well. Uh, Jason Tatum kind of struggled. Uh, Brown was pretty good, uh, and that was, you know, expected. Could have been expected playing a hot team like Denver. But then you go down and play OKC, where you have all your players. As you said, they're missing one of their best players, and Shea Gilbert Alexander. 
and they put a hundred, and we like to say, Josue, they put a hundred and fifty on you. They dropped it on you like <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say a hundred fifty. They dropped a hundred fifty on them, Max. Yeah, I mean, they they dropped it on them, and it was probably, in my my opinion, I said this on air. I think it was probably was the worst effort. Uh, that I've seen the Celtics have maybe since I've been here in 20, 26 years as a broadcaster. Um, wow. And your effort should never be in question. Your shot selection, not making shots, but your effort to go out there and compete, the Celtics never did that. And I was really kind of bummed by that, those first two games. And then uh, my broadcast partner, Sean Grandy, was telling me, whoa, you don't want to play Dallas. And I said, hey, Dallas is exactly what you need. And the Celtics came out and they laid a, uh, they laid a belt on uh, uh, Dallas. Uh, Luca early on was up and down. And if Luca's not going to hit you with 40, 40 plus, then Dallas is going to have a tough time winning the basketball game. Um, they defended well. Tatum got going later on. Brown got going. And the Celtics just really did a, a number against, you know, Dallas and then turned around against San Antonio. San Antonio was out without three starters and San Antonio mm. close to beating you. Uh, they had the ball on their fingertips to uh, go ahead late in that basketball game. You were able to escape. But the biggest thing about that game, there was a little dust up between Joe Mazzulla and Jalen Brown uh, after something Jalen maybe missed to the Simon and, and Joe Mazzula went out there immediately and just walked up to Jalen and started da, da 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 And then Jalen put his hand up in there and they just jawed back and forth for about. Did you catch this, Max? Did you catch this in real time or you saw it after no, the fact? I'm looking at this in real time as they kind of went back and forth. I wasn't wow. close enough to hear what they were saying, but you could tell they were animated. And uh, because of that, I was wondering like, okay, this could be one of those moments. And I think Jalen came out and the next play down uh, against San Antonio, he hits a shot and Joe Mazzula goes out to kind of, you know, high five the players and, you know, that stuff like, okay, guys, let's get it going and walk up to Brown. And Brown gave one of them half like, yeah, whatever, man. So that was, that was kind of a, a fun, it was kind of a funny moment, but I think a moment sometimes which is needed in the game to show the, show the players who the coach is and, and the players and the coach who the, you know, back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I think that uh, Joe Mazzulla kind of handled it the right way. And you, as a player, you have to be able to take criticism. Sometimes it's not mm -hmm. right uh, as a coach, but sometimes you have to take that criticism and, and move on from there. Yeah, I was going to say, Max, you, you appreciate moments like this because you like to see a, a team kind of go through it, their characters meshing, obviously, but you think that's, that's part of what a championship team needs to go through, right? Like these sort of uh, where, they, where people are going to clash and, and have their opinions about what, what happened, right? No team is going to go through a regular season, 82 games, and you're gonna, everything's going to be hunky-dory. Uh, you're going right. to have right. moments. And here's the best thing about it. If the Celtics have the best record in the league and they're going through it, what's going on with some of these other teams? You know, because mm. they're and, uh, you know, everything was was uh, ice cream and candy for a while. When you think about Joe Mazzulla and this team, the way they were playing early on. Uh, right. I remember at the time Sean Grandy, my broadcast partner, said the best offense in the history of the NBA. Dude, we only played 20 games. Let it, you know, let it ride. 
<laughs> yeah, you're never gonna let him live that down, man. You're never gonna no, let him live that down. I mean, you just don't. You, in the in, in the 20 game span in the NBA, that's not enough. That's that's not a window. They they do have if they're knocking down shots, they are. This team right now plays like Golden State, but they have to be knocking down right. shots. The defense has been a little suspect lately. Uh, what I was encouraged by was ro- watching Rob Williams though. Rob Williams was really good. He was active. He was blocking shots. He was running. Yeah, Rob is back. Yeah. So if you can have him playing a high level, it changes what you do defensively. And uh, that's a good thing for the Celtics. For sure. No question. And, and, you know, the news of Marcus Smart is just, man, like the, the worst timing of it, because you want to see what this team is going to look like going into this week, playing against the Chicago Bulls. Well, they got a chance to even up this series because you remember what happened last time when these two teams played in Chicago. I mean, the Bulls really gave it to them. And I feel like they have a really good shot of, of winning that series Monday night. But we'll see what happens if the Celtics can do it without Marcus Smart. But I'm glad we're starting with Jalen because I, I feel like. Jalen's been showing me so much sign of maturity. He, he, mm-hmm. he's, he's been known for that, right? He does that year after year. And this this one has been no different, but he's taking things to another level. Like, I, I loved hearing the story that, you know, after the OKC game, that he approached Marcus Smart and was like, look, you know, don't worry about it. We got this one. Because Marcus Smart was ejected at the end of that one, right? Which mm-hmm. was like, the, like the, the cherry on top. But um, he's like, look, don't worry about that. I'm going to get Luka. And then, of course, he carried out a message to the coach saying, look, I got Luka. I'm going to guard him. And, and, you know, that's the sign of a leader, you know, and Marcus Smart talked about it after that game. Like, man, two years ago, Jalen's not doing that. You know, he's not going to be that vocal. It's just that just wasn't who he was. But now that he's matured, he's reached this level. He's playing at an all time, all NBA level, if you ask me, you know, and, and, and this is sort of part of it as well. Like this, this is Jalen showing who he is and, and when he's going to voice his opinion. And of course, you don't want to see this thing often, but every so often, hey, a star player and his coach are going to clash. I mean, that that's going to happen. Both both the Jays have to be that way. If you're going right. to, if you're going to win it all, you're going to have that kind of performance from both those guys stepping up and be vocal offensively and defensively, and you know, telling guys how they feel. And that's how you win basketball games. You're not going to win it by just okay. I'm just sitting back watching, but. That was, I think that was a real good thing that they talked about and said, look, this is what I want to do. And they went out and they played well. Now we'll see what happens with Marcus being out. I mean, this is probably a time for a guy like Peyton Pritchard, you know, mm-hmm. who's kind of been so up and down this year, really hasn't had a, a what we thought would be a Peyton Pritchard year. Maybe this is a time for him to start and come in. Derek White was really good, has been really good here. So Yeah, I've liked him recently, too. Um, Brogdon has been good. So this team, you know, this team is really kind of playing well. If there's one guy that has probably backed down a little bit and not playing at that level, it might be Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, who, you know, every place you go, MVP, MVP. Well, it wasn't like that in Dallas. I mean, not it wasn't like that for a little bit in Dallas, but it wasn't like that. A in little Dallas. bit, yeah. Second half. It wasn't like that. Uh, you know, you so you're going to look for him that – you know, to have a bounce back. I don't think you can go through a whole year and just be lights out. But, you know, here's the thing I do feel. These next next couple of games will be some big games. And you say I'm playing home against Chicago, getting a chance to meet Brooklyn. You're seeing uh, Zion probably won't play, but you're still seeing a very good OKC team. So you have some good teams that are coming up, and then you finish off with two games in Charlotte, very winnable games, but Charlotte has gone in with uh, – 
they went into Milwaukee and and they later beaten on Milwaukee. You have That's to win. Right. What the hell's yeah. going on now with Milwaukee? Because Milwaukee's losing some games at home with Giannis playing. I mean, they were down by fifty. I think it was down in it was maybe it was in um, Orlando at one mm-hmm. time this year. So I, I just think that uh, you kind of wonder right right now who's the most dominant team in the NBA. You don't really see it. And as soon as you said that, you look at Brooklyn, who was probably, you know, that team that was right on your heels playing well. And Kevin Durant might be out for a while with a right. So, right before we right before we hit record, Max. Crazy. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think um it's it's unfortunate because we, we want to see this matchup between the Southern and Nets. You know, mm-hmm. the Nets going off a, a, on a 12-game winning streak, which was snapped, but then now they're, they're trying to start another one, you know. We, we're not quite sure what's gonna happen between uh, you know, the Nets and the and the and the Heat. That that game's still going on as it's being recorded right now. But it's safe to say that this is the best brand of basketball we've seen out of Brooklyn, and everything changed essentially right when Coach Vaughn took over. You know, he's got these guys focused and dialed in. And you know, you've been asking about Ben Simmons. Well, he's playing defense again, and then now your your best player might be out for for quite some time here, Kevin Durant. It looks like a sprain. It looks like uh, he he fell, or Jimmy Jimmy Butler rather uh, going up for a layup. Ben Simmons trying to block it, and he lost his balance, fell right on top of uh, Kevin Durant. Now, all of a sudden, it looks like he could he could miss some time here. Well, if Kevin Durant misses some time, it's going to change what this team has done. But Big I time. feel this way. I still, still feel this way. If there's a kryptonite in the NBA for Brooklyn, I think it's the Celtics. Whatever it is, I think the Celtics have their number. If you watch mm-hmm. how the Celtics have played them recently – They've just been the more dominant team, the more aggressive. Uh, Tatum has outplayed Durant. Um, Jalen Brown has been spectacular. Uh, they've had guys come off knocking down shots. And, and essentially, they did that without Rob Williams being around. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens here this week with this team starting out tomorrow against Chicago. No question. And, and I'm glad you brought up uh, Peyton Pritchard, too, because, I mean, that that's why I, I was I'm so happy with this Celtics, this guard debt that they have. You know, a couple of weeks ago, there were reports saying that, oh, the Celtics could shake things up. And, you know, if Peyton Pritchard's not getting the, the minutes that, that he can that he can earn elsewhere, then maybe they should make a deal. I'm like, well, you know, that's why you have a Peyton Pritchard, right, for moments like this. Whether it's Marcus, whether it's Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, these are two mm-hmm. guards that are prone to miss miss games. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Are they dominant when they're active? Or is, is the team different when they're out there? Absolutely, 100%. But right now, it's Marcus. You know, Malcolm Brogdon has, has, has bounced back nicely in this past week or so. He's mm-hmm. been very efficient, you know, on offense. So you want to see that, you know, continue. But um, this is this is a great opportunity for Payne Pritchett, I think. And you don't want to rush someone like Marcus Smart because we know how important he is to this team. And it, hopefully this isn't a sprain. Hopefully it is a contusion and um, – you know, it's just going to take some rest for him to, to bounce right back. and, and Yeah, get Mark, back to the lineup. Marcus takes these all the time of getting hit in the legs right. how hard he plays coming off these picks. So, yeah, those things are expected to happen, but you do have to have that those quality backups. You know, changing gears, though, I, I like what you were saying a little bit before we went to talk about Skip Bayless and, and Shannon Sharp uh, because, whew, that's been, oh yeah, we talked about that before we hit before I hit record. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's been that's been like fireworks. People ask me all the time, you know, when you're working with a broadcast partner so long, and Shannon Sharp has been with Skip Bayless for what three, four years now, at, at least something like that. 
No, yeah. it's been uh it's been about a decade, almost a decade now. Like seven years, I want to say. I, seven. I, I maybe I'd say seven, but I wouldn't think of it. Because when he left ESPN to go to uh FS1. So yeah. Well, what they they've come out to be one of the more entertaining uh, you know, duos. Uh, but boy, I tell you, uh Shannon Sharp has been Skip Bayless has touched a nerve on Shannon Sharp from time to time. And uh Shannon oh, Sharp. No question. And and recently, um, I just saw something where, and I think it also it kind of started when um, I think Shannon Sharp was saying something about Tom Brady, and then uh, then all of a sudden Skip Bayless said, "Well, you're jealous of Tom Brady," and and boy, he touched a nerve then because he said, "Look, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a freaking Hall of Famer. I'm an effing Hall of Famer, and I no, I'm not jealous about that man. And every time I say something, you go." beating me down like you know like i have some jealousy and it started from there it seemed like a fuse was lit and since yeah. then, it's always it seemed like some i don't know like some mistrust like they and, and they're getting it out on the air and late and the last thing was what um skip bayless had written right after uh the gentleman got hurt from um uh uh cincinnati bill, bill safety uh, no bill safety demar hamlin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Which, which first and foremost, man, I want to say, man, prayers up to. Yeah, uh, we're so happy for his recovery and his family, man, because uh, he's he, to, to see a player suffer cardiac arrest during the game, man, that was that was just one of the scariest things I've seen. Look, I didn't see it live, but when I saw it after the fact, man, I can't imagine. And those, those I mean, two it days was like, I, I think the only thing I can put that in perspective for me seeing was Hank Gathers. Uh, when Hank Gathers, the great player who played at Loyola in California, he ended up going down and essentially died right there on the floor. Um, that was, that was, that was crazy. So for that to happen, but then Skip Bayless tweeted out, like he said something to the fact, like, wow, what an important game it was. And uh, right. yeah. well, here's, I, yeah, I got it right here. Hold on. It, it, to me is the second part that didn't sit well with people. But no, this is first, yeah. Or maybe the first part. All right. Yeah, he says, um, okay, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, dot, 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 which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Yes. Now, if you read a text like that, it, you can you can say it either way, right? You can say it with the tone towards the end and be like, which seems so irrelevant now, which would be insensitive, right? Or you can say, which no, suddenly, no, no, this is it, irrelevant, it, Max. It, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem, that tone at the end was like, but, you know, it just seems irrelevant. And It I sounds like he's disappointed, though, Max. It no, sounds like he's mad it, that it's, it's, it's irrelevant. I think that's, that, to me, it seems like he's irrelevant about the importance of the game. That's what I got out of it. I didn't get anything else other than that. And, man, there are people who are, and I, like you said, yeah. people have found that tweet and they've gone back and forth. Some people were just blown blown away with his insensitivity. Um, I think it was Terrell Owens said the most insensitive comment ever made. Uh, he that, flipped that, out. That, yeah, yeah. He was he was fired. And, and and I remember Shannon Sharp the other day. They were talking on air. Him and Skip Bayless, and they finally got to the and, and Skip Bayless cut him off. And Shannon Sharp said. I was going through my dialogue, and hell, I can't even do my damn dialogue. Yeah, yeah, that was right after they started, too. Right in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Jenny, go ahead. You go ahead, Jenny. And He's it, like, no. it was, like, so uncomfortable. And he said yeah. something to the point of, like, yeah, we're supposed to be here talking about your comment, and I was going to call. 
And he says something about you were going to say you were sorry. And Skip Bayless doubled down and said, I'm not sorry. He said, I didn't mean anything. Oh, no, well, he wouldn't delete the tweet. He wouldn't delete the tweet. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. didn't. And for me, I'm like, at what point do you delete the tweet? What does it do after you delete it? And millions of people have read it already. What, 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 how does that change anything? It's like a, it's like a, an unofficial apology, but I'm with you, Max. I get it. But like, I, I can, I don't understand why people are so like focused on that part. Like remember the whole Jalen thing with the, with the, he, he tweeted out that group that was outside the Barclays center and people were like, and I knew, I knew eventually he would do it, but I knew he would take his time with it. And that was the thing, like 24 hours later. Oh, well, why hasn't he deleted it 48 hours later? You know, Jalen still got that tweet up. I'm like, He's gonna do it I, when he feels like it. He's not gonna do it because you told him to. I don't like, think I don't think he should have took it down. I think the tweet should have stayed. And then he says under it, he said, "Look, I apologize. was mistaken. I was mistaken right. because once you put a tweet out there, I'm unfortunately it's there for the world. Nobody's right. going. Nobody. It's always going to be there, and people are always going to be able to read it. Someone's going to screenshot it, no matter what. Yeah, right. it's no no need of taking it down. You make your you you explain what it is. Uh, and you, you go on from there. But, you know, that's that's the thing about mashing that button, Josue, or that's the thing about being on air, doing a podcast or whatever it is. You have to be careful with this kind of medium. You, you just have right. to be because we all can be, you know, you and I have talked about things before, and we, we, we're able to kind of go back on them and say, oh, maybe, you know, you know, maybe we shouldn't have said or talked about something, but Man, when you do live, you TV, may you, you may have or may not have uh, had me edit a couple of podcasts. Maybe, maybe. Oh, absolutely no, 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 no. We, <laughs> we 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 have done that, and, and and even 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 when I was about to tweet out something, and it would have been just as insensitive. And I was trying to comment. I was talking about John Lewis, the uh, great senator who died from Georgia uh, mm. a couple of years, probably over a year and a half ago. Whenever John Lewis died. And I was, I was, uh, in, he was having to be in Boston, and I took a picture with him. And Nick Joso, our our guy, and I see, asked me, "What you want to say?" Up, said, man, I said, "Man, John Lewis, here I am at six eight. John Lewis at five four, five, you know, maybe five six. And I'm standing over him, towering. I said, John Lewis made me feel like a midget." And all of a sudden, Nick Jussel said, oh, my God, you can't use that word. You can't use that you word. Can't, and I wasn't trying to be insensitive. It was just something I said. He made me feel. I forgot powerful. all about this. I was like, where are you going with this? Now I remember. Yeah. Now I remember. He, made, he, made, he, feel, he made me feel small in stature. He, he felt like a giant over me. And I was just trying to say how small I felt physically. Uh, right. But, you know, those things, you know, they, they, they get out there and sometimes you, you able to, you know, get ahead of your tweet sometimes because you're, you do a podcast or sometimes you tell a story like this and say, man, what happens if that goes out? Then mm. I say that and it's tweeted. Uh, even right now, people are probably going to go, I can't believe that you would say that. But I wasn't making a comparison uh, like my I was comparing him just how big, how just overwhelming this man seemed his how sure he made you feel who you a guy at six eight seems like i was five one standing under him so i mean those things i'm not broadcasting
This new episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to eSports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Well, this also hit close to home, right? Because people forget about Shannon Sharp's brother. Remember, he had a, a, a career-ending uh, neck injury, I believe, right? And that's something that completely changed his mindset in the sense of how he wanted to navigate towards the NFL and, and, and not, um, you know, spend too much time in college and all that stuff. But I just think, look, it could go either way. Like, I can understand how people could, would read a tweet like that and think, man, that's so insensitive. Because again, I think it's the timing of it too. You know, I think everyone's ready to, to, to react, but also, I mean, he's been losing popularity for the past two, three years anyways. Right. I feel yeah. like people have just been really sensitive to what, I don't know. To I don't what, know. um, I don't to what Skandala says now. I don't know if he's lost popularity. I think that people just think he's a little bit more out there with his opinion. That people feel like that he's ready to step on you. That sometimes he says things in a mean-spirited way. It's like mm. lately I've been reading tweets where he's talking about he's Team LeBron now. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He, Forever he was, oh, LeBron's a bum, and that, 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 that. He would that, get Celtics that. fans all pumped up. Yeah, right. Now, how do you, how do you turn from being anti-LeBron all of a sudden, like, oh my God, he's the best thing since sliced bread? So I think there, 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 there are schools of thought that you have when it comes to that. I wonder what Stephen A. Smith thinks about all this. I mean, he's never going to tell you, you know, off the record. He's never going to say anything. But you think he likes this? Oh, come on, man. Come on. It vindicates him with, you know, with some of the things he's always. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to Skip Bayless, because him and Skip Bayless, yeah. they, put, they butt heads, man, going back and forth, uh, you know, off and on. And here's the thing Shannon Sharp has, which, you know, unfortunately is there, is that this man was a great athlete. He's one of the greatest football players. When you're at the Hall of Fame in football, one of the greatest football players to uh, do it. And now mm. you look his, uh, his persona as a broadcaster, he, what he does to me, he scratches the common man's ass and he does it so well. I mean, because he's coming up. <laughs> That's with, a great saying. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he comes up there with his, his cigars and, you know, his, his bottle of, of liquor and cognac and this, that, and the common person, just gets off on that. Where's a goat? He's uncle. That's Uncle Shannon. Uncle Shannon. Where's a goat head on on TV? I mean, that has broadcasters have changed. He's one. I look at Perk talking about. I talked to Perk the other day. He was at the game talking about the Escalade. Man, they ain't number the Escalade right there. You changed that for a Pinto. So I mean, <laughs> Shannon Sharp has, has done a, a great job, uh, and I think people really likes Shannon Sharp. And when he goes to Skip Bayless, I think he's looked at as the good guy and Skip Bayless is looked at as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. No question. Yeah. For sure. You know what? I didn't even think about it like that though. The way you the way you frame that uh that 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 topic, this 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 topic that we're talking about right now, 
um, between you and you and Grady. I mean, man, eighty-two games a season. Obviously, there's a playoffs. All those oh, twenty deep playoff runs. 20, twenty years of Sean Grady. You don't think there's been a time where he wanted to wring my neck or I wanted to wring his? I mean, <laughs> but but that goes when you when you when you are around somebody more than you are your family members. We've right. had. 20 years together, I've spent more time with John Grandy than anybody, my kids, my family over the last 20 years. So those things go. You're going to have you're going to have disagreements. You're going to have arguments, especially if both people are strong will and strong mm. about a subject. And uh, you're not going to you're probably not going to uh, you're, you're never going to agree always. Uh, very seldom you're going to have. And you know what? They don't really like for you to agree. I mean, if you think about it, that's must must see TV when you see those two guys mm -hmm. go back and forth. So I'm sure that the broadcasters or the producers of the show really don't really have a, a overwhelming problem with it until it gets you know almost to the point where they look like look like Shannon Sharp wanted to fight the other day. It They're loving this. This is great. This is great for them. You I mean, one more, if you say one more thing, I'm gonna come across this damn table and I'm gonna kick your ass. Now that would have been like, whoa, whoa. That's when the producers are coming out, like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah. And you know, you know the young lady, what's her name that's there? You know she can't do nothing. She, oh she, no, she's gonna run for security, <laughs> man. Yeah, she's not. I don't even know if she's on set with them or in another room, but uh Jen, I think is her name. And uh well, what is she gonna do? If, uh, Shannon, and if Shannon's still unloading on Skip, ooh, that would be one of the ugliest things. Shannon is, I mean, Skip Bayless is. They're going to cut the commercial. Skip Bayless. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody's going to have it. Somebody's going to have a tape of that. Skip Bayless is maybe 5'8", maybe 5'7", you know, 175, maybe one, maybe 165. Shannon Sharp, you know, 6'4" maybe 255 and looks like he's built like a, a brick wall that would be uh that would be unbelievable to see that <laughs> oh man that would be that would be i know that's your boy so i wanted to yeah that's why i wanted to i want i wonder what you what you thought about it. we talked about it a little bit in dallas but yeah i yeah. wanted to give you the floor here yeah. to talk about that. yeah those things happen but you know as usual what we do and uh you know we we appreciate you viewers and yes know, Keep it a hundred on this side. That's what we do. You know we keep it on a hundred. So you know, Max, after you just said all that, you just reminded me of um that that um we had a, someone someone reviewed our podcast recently, and I love this one line he said in the review. He was like, The two really agree, but when they do, even when they do, they find a way to argue about it. And I'm like, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> that's that's what we do here. For sure. uh, probably is probably, but but it makes for a good podcast. <laughs> Exactly. People exactly. going back and forth and give. I don't think. I think the most boring part podcasts to me are the podcasts where two people get up there and they agree about everything. And one Every guy, so, right. and one guy is so at the point where he's patting the other guy on the the, the back so much, it's all the way down to his ass. So I, I just think that you know you, you have to have those, those, right. those you have those small moments where you disagree, but you disagree. I think just uh, respectfully. And when you do that, I think that the listener or, you know, or the viewer, to me, he always is able to take that in. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we do here at the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. That's going to do it for us. Uh, everyone, you already know, we always remind you guys, you haven't already, 
subscribe, rate, review. It does help us. It goes a long way. And uh, we'll be back next time we check in with you guys, man. We're going to be out in Charlotte. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, man. Uh, two, two games, two matchups between the Celtics and the Hornets. And, of course, it's going to be MLK weekend. So we'll have something special planned for you guys in our next episode, man. I'm looking forward to it. Peace out. I'll see, we'll see you guys then. Take All care, right. guys. Later.